Today on the Black Net, Sergeant Black will be discussing Brittany Grinder back in the USA. Good afternoon. This is Sergeant Black. Uh, last year, you all should be aware of the Brittany Grinder situation, so I'm not going to go into detail about it. Just that she was in Russian captivity and, and she was recently swapped out for someone that was in American custody. And now you're hearing a lot of complaints because it's another American that was not uh, brought home. Unfortunately. But there's still hope. They're still negotiating. You know, the president or being the president of the United States is a very difficult job. Everyone thinks that they can do a better job than what the current president's doing, but yet half of them, if you put them in that position, they probably will fold. So, in saying that, all right, we know right now there are Russia and the United States of America are not on the best of terms. We all know that. We all know that uh, there was a swap. And some people don't think that the swap was worth it. Some people think that the swap wasn't. Now it's like a 50-50 situation because if you are a relative of Miss Grinder or a fan, you would be like, yes. Even if you aren't, you'd be like, yes. Now you have some people who were not fans and were like really, really upset. They want the president to do something. So you told the president to do something. Now when she was locked up, everybody was crying about bringing her home, bringing her back to America. She needs to get back to America. They need to do what they need to do to get her back on American soil, safe and sound. That was the battle cry. That was the cry throughout the land. From New York to Orlando to San Antonio on up to Washington State and jumping over into Alaska. Everybody was telling the presence of the, the president of the United States, Joey, to bring Brittany home. Do what you gotta do. So what did Joey do? Well, the president board a home. Now we want to be critical. So it just goes to show that no matter what you do, you cannot satisfy people. Even if you would have brought both of them home, it still would have been something said about what he could have he could have bought a home better. Uh they could have flew first class. Or they could have flew into a flew a military cargo plane. Uh, they should have had the red carpet rolled out with red roses. So no matter what you do, people are always gonna want to sit back and be critical of your efforts. So he was told to bring her home, and he bought a home. So he did his job. He made a decision 
right, wrong, or otherwise, he made a decision. And he kept his word. He brought her home. So, people, just be satisfied. Now, there's still work to be done to bring the other American home. It just, it didn't happen overnight of bringing Brittany home. I think she was over there like almost a year, maybe 300 plus days. So it's like, you know, time. It's called time. It takes time to make these things happen. Now, I'm glad that she's back in America. I'm glad that she's with her family and her friends. And hopefully she will write a book and tell us about how it was over there. And hopefully she will, uh, hey, even make a movie about the experience of what she went through while she was over there. So we can get some type of visual aspect or grasp of how it is to be abroad in an unfortunate uh, situation. So my thing is, you know, I would like to say, well, welcome home, Brittany Grandin. Welcome back to America. All right. And for the other American out there, we will still be praying for your safe return to American soil. So I tell you people, in this life, no matter what you do, it's just going to be a tough situation. I know that had to be really tough because you're leaving America and then you go to Russia and you're coming back and then you get stopped and then now it's like, you know, you are stuck and you go to court and then they throw the sentence on you and you're like, what? Are you serious? Oh my God. And then how does that affect us all? It, it affects us all because, I mean, me personally, I don't really see using my passport to go to Russia for anything. I mean, nothing against Russia, but I just don't see using my passport to go to Russia for anything. So future travelers, no matter from what company, country they come from, they may be suspect of traveling over there because of, you know, the same situation that Brittany went through. You know, and you know, that can be financially devastating to Russia. But hey, man, you know, people are watching, like, you know, hmm, I don't know if that's going to be on my vacation spot, you know, traveling over there. But at the same time, it's like I tell people when you travel to these different countries. When you're traveling to these different countries, do your background on the countries, look up the countries, and pretty much go from there to decide, not just based off the tourist packet or pictures, or even if you're going to go over there to work, mm, is this country really stable? How are their laws? How is everything over there? Because you want to make sure that when you travel the same way you came in, you want to be able to leave out that way with no issues. Now, some people will say this is just more 
or less a political stunt because you know right now you got the little you have the war in Ukraine and what is it the NATO countries are giving the Ukrainian country the necessary supplies that it needs to carry out a modern military response to Russia's uh, military uh, actions. And as we all see, it's really caught them off off guard. Technology is key. And with the technological advancements that the Ukrainian government has received from the NATO allies, I think it has really really upset the Russian uh, government. So, a lot of people think that Miss Grander was more, this is just a, a pawn. This is just something they were doing just to be spiteful. And it's sort of, I'm not going to say they were, but it just sort of seems like it was something that was done out of uh, spite uh, because of the NATO countries assisting Ukraine. You know what I'm saying? So, she's free now. She's back in American soil. So, if you're a future athlete and you're considering going abroad to Russia, you have to look at this. You know, hmm, you know, this is interesting. You know, will I be the next person on the way going out? Like, no, uh-uh. We found this and, you know, you're going to have to stay for a couple of years. And you're like, what? I only came over to provide your country with entertainment. And I think that's going to be a long-term ramification. It's like, what well, is it? Other countries have their own form of uh, entertainment, sports, and all that other good stuff. But even so, a lot of times, people will come out to see a Britney Grinder or other big name athletes compete abroad. And then when you start with these type of shenanigans, then it's like, which call it, that, that can affect, you know, your country overall. You know what I'm saying? Now, here she's a pretty good basketball player. And, you know, like I said, I, it just sort of seems like this was like some nitpicking, you know. I mean, me personally, until they resolve this situation in Ukraine, I'd advise all Americans to leave Russia. I mean, because until they resolve this, you don't want people just to be nitpicking, coming up with shenanigans, trying to create a media circus and um, power moves. I mean, because, you know... Realistically, I am still this special military action on Russia's behalf. I'm really still trying to figure out what it's for. You know, if you need supplies, if you—it's called trading. We, you know, you just—you just don't go in the people's backyard and take what you want. We're gonna, ooh, y'all got a lot of grain over here, so we're gonna have a special military action, and we're gonna take this grain and we and other natural resources that we need and we're going to blame it 
uh, on some, you know, it's a special military action. So in saying that, I think Ms. Grinder was just a victim of, of a situation because they were mad because NATO, the supplies that NATO has given has turned the tide of the war. And I'm like, special military operation. But at the same time, what are you guys doing? You're hearing about genocide. And, you know, it's like, how do you... Then you try to draft and your own people don't even want to fight. So in saying that, I'm glad that she's home. May she... You and her family. May they... If she needs counseling, she gets counseling. And may she... Uh, move on with her life because I am sure that that was a life changing situation I'm not sure how the food was over there I'm not sure how the accommodations were over there Uh, I am sure it had to be very uh, very unusual but at the same time, she should make a movie or, and write a book and tell her side of the story. Because, you know, we all want to hear her side of the story. What was her side of the story? What was her experience? And how did they treat her? And like I said, what you call it, it wasn't an easy situation. And they asked Joy, the President of the United States, to make a de- make a decision, make an action, and he did it. So, Mr. President, I salute you. I thank you for keeping your word. You said that you were going to bring her home, and you bought her home. You didn't say when or how, but you made it happen, and that's the most important thing. And I think we as Americans, we really got to stop this, just like nitpicking, like, you know, the man did his job, the woman's home with her family, and hopefully she can resume a normal life. But hopefully she will make a movie, write a book, tell her story about the experience over there. Because the world wants to know, I want to know. Because you have to understand that that was that was very unusual. That was very you went on a work assignment and or whatever, and you get up on time, come back, and these folks start tripping. And I know you're probably shocked because you're elated. You're because you know you have to self motivate yourself when you're in a situation like that. Yeah, and then. When you find out that you're being released and you get released and then you come back and you turn on the TV or the radio and you hear folks complaining about your release and you're like, that may make you feel some type of way. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I got released and then people are complaining about me getting released. It's like people try to turn into a 
turn her situation, which already was turned like some political shenanigans. But then people want to complain, and I'm sure, and I'm, and I think she has the right if she's upset, because some people are like you know, how would you feel? I'll be upset, you know, like whoa, I got released and people are upset. That's crazy. But remember, for as many people that are upset that she got released, there are many people that are overjoyed that she got released. Because the whole thing was a shenanigans of shenanigan political event. I believe if, which call it, uh, there was no incident in Ukraine, if there's no war, it wouldn't have been it what it was made out to be. It wouldn't have been drug on for so long. So, people, you got to understand, because I know a lot of y'all be bragging about y'all passports, passports, passports. Let this situation be a wake-up call to all you passport people who want to just nilly-willy go places or you you know, I may want to go work or I may want to retire or I may just want to visit this particular country and you may want, like I said earlier, check it out. Make sure the country is stable. Make sure the government is stable. Make sure you ain't buying property or going to work in a hostile environment. The next thing you know, what's called call it the country's in a coup or something. Or countries invade in another country, and then when you try to leave, they come up with shenanigans to hold you and then make you a political pawn. So you just got to do your homework on countries that you may, or for whatever reason, think about traveling to. Do your homework. Because this right here was an experience. This was an eye-opener for people like myself who, you know, I'm not a, I guess I'd be a passport virgin. You know, I haven't really gotten a passport. I haven't traveled, but I keep saying I'm going to get one. But then every time I watch TV, I see these horror stories about people visiting other countries and then stuff like this and then the Britney Griner situation that was just like a wake up call like oh my god are you serious really oh my god they tripping like this you know so and then they wanted to draw it out like that and it had to come to a spy swap like wow so that's why I tell people, we got 50 states in America and a couple of territories that are great to visit. You don't need a passport. You can enjoy yourself. You can, you know, if you have any problems, at least you're in America and you, know, you can deal with your problems. But being over there in Russia, and oh my God, I couldn't imagine the the food, you eating food that you didn't even know about, and then what is it, you know, now you're not really eating for taste, you're just eating for nourishment, and then you're trying to self-motivate yourself to stay hyped, because it was looking a little, uh, a little grim, but like I said, 
our guy, Joey, he came through. He did his job. So welcome home, Brittany Grander. Thanks for a great job, Mr. President, and all those people behind the scenes who made it happen to get Brittany Grander safely back in America without incident. This is Sergeant Black with the Black Net. Enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. And remember, before you travel, even in the United States, check out the locations that you're going.